The Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another episode of Protecting America. There is so much confusion out there on the coronavirus, on vaccine mandates, on mask mandates, and so much more. And lots of mixed messaging from Dr. Fauci and the Biden administration. So how do you protect yourself and your family this holiday season? Joining us to discuss this is one of America's top medical experts. Dr. Ben Carson is a world-renowned neurosurgeon. He was the 17th secretary of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. He was also a member of the Trump White House Coronavirus Task Force. And among many things, he is now the founder of American Cornerstone Institute. Secretary Ben Carson, so great to have you here on the podcast. Thank you, Rita. It's always fun to be with you. I appreciate your patriotism. And yours, too, so much. I know how much you love this country, and I know how much you study about what's been happening. Um, First of all, let's get right to it with the Omicron variant. How concerned should we be, Dr. Carson? Well, of course, uh, we should be concerned about disease transmission, but uh, I think uh, a lot of it is overblown because we've mixed politics with medicine and science. And that's why so many things don't make sense. That's why so many things go back and forth. And all we need is really a little bit of common sense. Now, you'll you'll know that the politics has been taken out when we start recognizing things like natural immunity uh, because tens of millions, if not 100 million people in this country have natural immunity. Uh, they haven't been doing... Uh, a lot of studies on it. Uh, I think the main reason they haven't done a lot of studies on it is because it will show quite clearly that natural immunity is better than vaccine-induced immunity. And if that sort of throws a wrench in your uh, proclamation that everybody must be vaccinated, so that's why they don't study it. Um, But also... You know, the reason that they keep fluctuating back and forth, are mask important? Uh, you know, how many doses of vaccine do you have to get? Is because this is a novel virus. That's why it's called the novel virus. It's new. We haven't seen this particular kind before. And in addition to that, we have a new kind of therapy with the vaccine. Uh, We haven't made vaccines this way in the past. So there's a lot of unknowns here and uh, a little bit of humility and just uh, admitting that, you know, there are things that we don't know and we're learning them as we go would probably go a long way in helping to establish a little more trust with the system because uh, you wouldn't seem like you were so wishy-washy when you keep going back and forth on things. You know, that's a great point, by the way, Dr. Carson, because you're right. It's like if they were just honest and said, you know, we're learning, we're developing, we're going through this like like all of you. What do you make, Dr. Carson, of Dr. Fauci, who, you know, said, don't criticize him, that if you criticize him, you're criticizing science. And it's like one day, (laughs) one day we can have a good Christmas. The other day we can have a good Christmas. It's like it is so confusing with him. Yeah, well, you know, I don't uh, generally talk about people specifically. I've, I've known Dr. Fauci for many, many years, 
and uh, he has done some good work. But uh, unfortunately, uh, sometimes people allow themselves to be too closely associated with politics, and that's not a good thing when you're dealing with public health. It really is a very bad thing when you're dealing with public health, and I I hope that uh, he and some of the others will uh, come to recognize that and, and stop making this about Democrats or Republicans and make it about the American people. What is good for the people? You know, why have we not pursued the therapeutics the way we should? You know, we're a very creative nation. We have a lot of innovative people. Uh, why aren't we encouraging and looking at some of the fantastic results that have been achieved with some of the therapeutics? And why aren't we using them? And why aren't we pushing, you know, the new product that Pfizer has come out with, which reduces hospitalization and serious illness by 89% and 89% of the people who take it. I mean, those, if you were really serious about getting this under control, those are the things you would be doing. You know, you bring up therapeutics. Why are we not pursuing it? Um, explain that to me, because you also had the virus. I remember you and I talked about it. Um, so you, yes. you've experienced it firsthand. Why are we not pursuing some of these areas? Uh because they work, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it, there's no logical explanation for why we're not pursuing them heavily. Now, do recognize that in order to get an emergency use authorization to pursue the vaccines, we have some rather ridiculous policies in place that say you cannot have other effective treatment. So, therefore, you need to sort of denigrate all the other things that have actually worked in many cases. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Obviously, I, I hope that Congress will revisit that uh, requirement. Uh, we should be able to go down multiple paths and, and, and pursue every avenue available to us uh, to get this under control. And do recognize that with this kind of a virus, it's going to be with us, you know, not just this year and next. It's going to be with us for a very long period of time. It's going to keep mutating. It will eventually become just a part of the environment. Wow. Um, so and, you, you believe it is going to be with us for a long, long time, well beyond 2022. Absolutely. And it'll keep varying. And you'll notice that uh, the, the variations are less severe. They're less pathogenic. It just becomes a little more attenuated, and that's the way viruses usually do. Sometimes they become more contagious, very, very easy to catch, but doesn't necessarily make you as sick. So, you know, if you have, if you get a cold, that's not the end of the world. Although, if you get a cold and you're elderly and you have a lot of comorbidities, it could be the end of the world. And this is the same thing. And that's why we, we need to, you know, recognize that, take appropriate precautions, but not become hysterical. And, you know, you have to look at the ramifications of some of the things we're doing, the mask, the shutdowns. What, what impact does that have on the development of a small child? What about all the mental disturbances, the vast increase in depression and suicide? What about the impact on the economy and the destruction of people's lives? 
you know, those are things that are important to look at, too. And, uh, you know, when you're looking at children who have, you know, healthy children have what's approaching 0% chance of mortality from the virus, why would you subject them to long-term unknown risk of the vaccine? It just doesn't make a whole lot of scientific sense. It sure doesn't. And everybody, we're talking to Secretary Ben Carson, the 17th Secretary of HUD, also was on the White House Coronavirus Task Force, acclaimed neurosurgeon. You have a lot of great titles, Dr. Carson. Um, (laughs) And I have to ask you, as you were talking about uh, the mask mandate, um, it just came out. um, It was the CEO of Southwest Airlines came out. And this was stunning. He just said masks don't add much, basically, to the plane, that the air in the plane yeah. is really good. Uh, sure. What What do you make of that? Because the planes well, were one of the first HIPA- places to mask up. Uh, they have HEPA filters on the, on the airplane. Uh, the, the air is circulated through them and purified constantly. Uh, it's probably a much safer environment with or without masks than any place else you're likely to be, except the wide outdoors. So uh, he's got a very good point. He'll probably be denigrated and lambasted for saying it, but he's got a very good point. makes perfectly good sense. By the way, juxtapose that, Dr. Carson, with the Metropolitan Opera is now mandating booster shots for staff and audiences. We're not just talking the vaccine. In other words, you got to get the booster shot or you won't be able to see the opera. Well, you know, this this is a real test for America. Are we going to sort of be like sheep and just do what we're told? Or are we going to demand facts and science? This is this is really a test for the people. And I think a lot of the people are starting to wake up and recognize that this is not about a virus. This is about what kind of control exists. And remember, this is a country that was formed for the purpose of freedom, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It was a country that was formed by people who were trying to get away from governments who told them what they could do and when they could do it and where they could go. Now, you know, we're fast approaching what we were trying to get away from. And we need to wake up pretty quickly because Venezuela is a good demonstration of how quickly the tide can turn. Yeah, and I want to ask you, as you're talking about Venezuela, I have to ask you the $64 million question, Dr. Carson, that always bothers me. Here we are going through where, okay, we're talking about the mask mandate, you know, at maybe, you know, at, on all these locations um, across the country, New York, California, a whole bunch of this stuff happening, right? And then right. you've got our southern border with people from Venezuela and elsewhere coming through. And those people who come through the border this White House has said, we don't ha- we're not necessarily vaccinating. We're, we don't expect them to stay that long in America, even though they seem to be staying forever. Um, why, uh, why is that happening? Talk about hypocrisy. For the illegal citizen aliens who are coming in, uh, there doesn't yeah. seem to be testing. There doesn't seem to be vaccination. But if you live, sure. you're an American law-abiding citizen. You got to mask up, you got to vax up or else. Well, it seems to me that if they were truly serious about getting this under control, that would be job number one, <laughs> controlling the border and making sure that people who are coming over are not bringing the disease. And they have almost no concern about it. So that tells you that there may be another agenda here. 
Yeah, and what do you think it is? Well, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but it is not good for us. It's not good for America. It's not good for the American people. And, uh, you know, we have to demand that the leaders in our country do things that make sense. And it makes absolutely no sense not to protect our borders, particularly when we know that 20% of the people coming across are infected uh, with the virus. And we supposedly are trying to suppress and get rid of this virus, supposedly. Right. That's why it is such mixed messaging. Um, What do you say to folks who are listening now who are so worried what they can do for themselves and their families this holiday? What's your advice to them? Well, I would say, first of all, don't panic. Open your eyes and look around. Uh, For instance, if you know people who've had COVID, do you know any people who've had COVID who got it again? It's very, very rare. I don't know any. Um, And ask yourself the question, why is that? Are those people truly unsafe? Do we truly have to ask them for, you know, proof that they've been vaccinated? You know, use your head a little bit. And uh, we can have a safe holiday season despite the mixed messaging from Dr. Fauci? I think just do things that make perfectly good sense. If, If there's somebody who's sick, who's going around coughing over everything, please ask them to stay away. Uh, But otherwise, you know, just do logical, sensible things. Don't uh, be sharing a glass, you know, without washing it and things of that nature that that make sense in terms of the normal transmission of germs. It's the same principles that we use, you know, during flu season and to try to prevent people from getting the common cold. And this is approaching the level of a common code. Eventually, it will be at that level. Well, thank you for the reassuring words. It's always so wonderful to talk with you. Secretary Ben Carson, great to have you here on the podcast on how we can protect ourselves and also our loved ones and just to present uh, what is really happening in this country. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a great holiday, too. Thank you, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas, Dr. Carson. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.